Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, it is Friday on the program. You know what that means? The weekend edition of the show. And this will be the weekend edition of the show because here in America, 4th of July coming up on Sunday, we will not have a show that day on uh, Sports Byline USA. And uh, also no Brian and Vinny and Craig show on Sunday night. They're all going to get the day off. And by they all, I mean myself as well. And then uh, Monday, we will also... Uh, actually, Monday we may be here, now that I think about it. I will let you guys know, because originally I was heading back to Bothell on Monday, but now we're heading back a little bit early. So I'll let you guys know about Monday on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. And, of course, Monday we will be back with uh, Filthy Tom Lawler as well. Special thing that we've got coming up on Monday for uh, on the Filthy Show that will surprise some of you, delight others. I'll tell you more about that after a while here. Unfortunately, we've got to start with bad news. Del Wilkes, best known to wrestling fans as the Patriot, passed away Thursday at 59 years old due to what was described as a massive heart attack. He'd been retired from wrestling since 1997, moved into car sales post-retirement. Of course, his, uh, probably the biggest national run would be as part of the WWF. Uh, he was in WCW as well, but early on, when WWF was doing the Bret Hart deal, where they did the Bret Hart is a babyface in Canada, he's a heel in America, U.S. versus Canada feud, who better to oppose the Canadian hero Bret Hart than the Patriot? And they had a series of matches, singles matches, tag matches, etc. And uh, that was probably his his national peak since uh, this was, of course, the middle of the Monday Night Wars, and uh, WWE was growing rapidly at the time. We'll talk more about him after the break. Colt Cabana joins us later on in the program. Back in a moment at Observer Live.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. That's 800-399-3691. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And Del Wilkes, the Patriot, the Trooper. He used to do the gimmick where he would... He would write tickets to his opponents. Later became the Patriot. Worked for AWA, Global, and WWF, and All Japan, and World Championship Wrestling. And 59 years old, and it sucks. And he had done an interview a few years ago. And he lived a hard life for a while there. Uh, Openly talked about uh, steroid use, cocaine use, 
painkiller use, and eventually he kicked all of that, and he was working at a car dealership. And he did a podcast and was basically talking about how how much it sucked. I think he said 50 guys that he had worked with during his wrestling career had died young. And unfortunately, at the end, I mean, 59 is, is way too young to go. And the reality is, I mean, he lived a hard life. And I don't know if that's the sole reason that he had the massive heart attack. It could have been something, obviously, uh, hereditary as well. There could have been uh, that aspect to it. But we'll talk to Lance later on today. Lance is going to be on the show. 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, live for everybody, all of our uh, top-tier YouTube subscribers. And uh, he once compiled a list as well, which I'm sure that he has talked about. Um but he's a tremendous number of people that he worked with, obviously, during his career. Ended up passing away young. So, very sad story, but he he had a career, and he made some money, and that's uh, that's basically the story of Del Wilkes. Any, any memories of the Patriot, Mike? You know, a lot of memories of the Patriot, really, because, you know, he was a standout in two territories, one that was dying in the AWA when he was teaming up with DJ Peterson, and won the AWA tag titles towards the end there. Then he went to Global Wrestling Federation, and, you know, he stood out there because of his look and because of the gimmick that he had. Was a big standout there on ESPN for a little while when, when that show was on there. And then ended up in WCW, teaming up with Marcus Anders, Alexander Bagwell. I think uh, they were, I'm not sure if they were the World Tag Team Champions. They were. I think they were. They were certainly like the U.S. Tag Champs or something like that. He was... He was definitely a champion there, and then ends up in the WWE, where, as you mentioned, the feud that he had with with Bret Hart, and uh, just during that very unique time. So, and also in Japan too. You know, he worked over in all Japan for a long time and did very well for himself there too. So he was a, you know, he's one of those guys. He was very solid, very good in the ring. Uh, later on, you know, he was very, very open about the problems that he had. Had a 150 pill a day habit, I think, is what he ended up to. Ended up in a lot of legal trouble, which, unfortunately for him, really hurt his legacy outside of the ring because he's one of South Carolina's greatest football players that they ever produced, and he really never got his recognition there because of all the criminal uh, activity that he had and all of the legal issues that he had that tied in with his bad drug addiction. But he was working at a car dealership for a long time. He was active on Twitter and social media, maybe not to people's liking because he was very conservative and and very right wing, and that you know he would rankle feathers that way, and he would get himself, you know, he he followed me and we talk about wrestling and everything was good, and then he I just realized I was blocked one day, and I'm sure that had probably something to do with politics and things like that because I know he had the same interactions with some other people, but. Those things happen, especially online. Doesn't take away from his legacy at all, which for for people of a certain generation, you know, who grew up watching him on GWF at 3 p.m. On, on ESPN, 4 p.m. or whatever time it aired on ESPN, and then during that time with the WWF, is it, you know, right before they absolutely exploded uh, with the Steve Austin era, you know, he's going to be a, a memorable name for a lot of people. You know, the... Um... First off, I want to send a big shout-out before I forget to uh, Sid Few here, who has uh, gone on another uh, spree of gifting our Twitch homies uh, subscriptions here. So I just want to send a huge thank you out to uh, to him. 
But you mentioned the uh, the pill habit, and a a normal person will hear that and go, "Oh, come on! You you can't take 150 pills a day. You like you'll die." Uh, these normal people uh, have never been around some of these uh, wrestlers from the yeah. 80s and 90s. Uh, yes, you actually can. It's not good for you. Uh, you do not want to go from zero to 150. In fact, you don't want to ever. I mean. Don't get hooked on pills, everybody. But as as these wrestlers would develop tolerance, Del Wilkes is far from the only guy. And granted, these are wrestlers, so there may be a degree of exaggeration. But the exaggeration would be something like he actually took 100 a day and claimed 150. I mean, it's it's astonishing uh, the the drug use of some of these guys during the peak of uh, many of their issues. But and, and you know, yeah, that's very sad story. That's bet you that's one of the last time when people saw him from a national perspective was his appearance on I think it was Real Sports on HBO and that may have been the same one where Roddy Piper was on I know Raven around that time a lot of people thought that I forget what crazy total that he came up with and people said that couldn't be true and it's like unfortunately unfortunately it can be true and as I, I think the you know people started looking at pills in a different way you know especially in the last you know, 10 years or so with the with what's happened nationwide and then the pull epidemic in this country. Yeah, the, those things, unfortunately, can happen. And unfortunately, what they often lead to is early deaths. And, and he had look, if this was a wrestler death, just, you know, late onset, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He was very open about all of his issues, the drinking, the drugs, the steroids, all of those things that always made for bad combinations for wrestlers for years. AW Dynamite on Wednesday night, 883,000 viewers. So uh, the contest between Mike and I, I, I uh, win. I think I said 825. I think you said high 700. Is that about I right? Like 775, yeah. Yeah, it actually it actually did much better than I expected because the, the way that things work, even though it's in its normal date, usually when a show gets preempted for X number of weeks, I mean, we actually saw it with uh, with Dynamite on Saturday night. It was like they moved to Fridays and did poorly. And then after like three weeks, they started to do a little better. And then on, I think it was the fourth week, they moved to Saturday. And I was sure on Saturday, like it was going to do in the 600s, maybe even sub 500. But at that point, people started to figure out the preemption. And so it actually did well on Saturday. And then it's moving right back to Wednesday. And I thought, eh, you know... It was just on Saturday. Are people going to think there's a show on Wednesday? Are they going to remember? Are they out of the habit? 8.83 for the first Wednesday back is actually very good. And I would presume that within a few weeks, it's probably regularly going to be in the low 900s. But uh, 0.35 in the 18 to 49 demo. And this, by the way, uh, even though they're, they've moved back to their normal Wednesday, it actually did have strong competition going head-to-head. -head. So I think, like I said, in a few weeks, they're going to regularly be in the nines again, uh, which, of course, is great for pro wrestling. And the fans are coming back, which is great for pro wrestling. So very bullish about pro wrestling starting in uh, really mid-July, because mid-July is also when WWE is officially going to be going back on the road and filling the place with fans. So as I mentioned before... I did have people tell me when the pandemic first started, and no one knew. I mean, around here it was like 
four weeks to slow the spread. Like, nobody knew anything. And there were people that thought, you know, for a few weeks there would be no fans, and then they'd go back and they were like, oh, I will not watch wrestling until those fans return. I thought it was ridiculous, but you can see by the numbers that there were a lot of fans that they would not watch wrestling unless fans were in the building. And WWE did the Thunderdome, which boosted numbers for a while, but then that kind of started to go back a little bit lower as well. So I think when real-life legitimate fans return to the buildings, I believe that things are really going to pick up for pro wrestling because I'm a optimist, Mike. And I'm optimistically telling y'all that I need music. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800 that's 800-846-2153. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, maybe losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 
That's 800-693-8290. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Colt Cabana will be joining us in the next segment of the show. we got a lot to talk about with Colt. I think it's been about 10 months since he's been on the show. Damn. We need to make that, uh, we need to get a lot more people on the show more regularly, and Colt's one of them. But anyway, it's coming up here in the next segment. First off, C.J. Perry, the former Lana in WWE, talked to Chris Jericho on his podcast about her WWE tenure getting released, etc. What she hopes her future holds if it has a no-cut clause. What? She said she was completely blindsided by getting the call from John Laurinaitis. Thought it was about an outside TV project WWE had just given approval to. She got the call when a lot of her family was at a house she and husband Miro are renting so they could train more. Her heart dropped when she got the call, but she was also relieved. Well, I could say I was blindsided when they released her as well. I actually was blindsided. I did not think they would release Lana. She said she was texting with Mandy Rose at the time, so she was the first person to know, followed by Natalia. Budget cuts were given as a reason, and she was glad it was Laurinaitis who gave her the news, as he's more businesslike than Mark Carano would have been. Not sure what that means. She said Vince McMahon texted her to thank her for her contributions and work ethic. She was complimentary of Vince, Triple H, Road Dog, and Billy Gunn. For helping develop the Lana character in NXT and her WWE work, McMahon scripted her promos for her first year in WWE. That, by the way, Lana, the Lana character and the promos she cut that first year in WWE were, in fact, excellent. It was a great part of the act. So that's another example right there that it's not a black and white issue of whether or not you should script promos for people. Some people need it. Some people can take that script and make it work, but some people can't. She isn't sure what's next. It's only been three weeks. She has a 90-day no-compete. Doesn't want to be done with wrestling. Felt like she was improving in the ring. Working out of TJ and Natty's ring on the side to get better. If it is wrestling, she wants a no-cut Everybody, I'm back. Hey, Mike, if I drop, just keep going. We're back okay, here on the I air, everybody. Nice. No. Take over hmm. if we drop. Anyway, gotcha. where was I? I don't know. Lana. Where was I here? No cut clause. All right. Well, anyway, 
Uh, okay, well, Lana also said, before I was uh, rudely interrupted by the Internet here, so um, she said that she was sad to say goodbye to the Lana character. Did I get to this part? This is important. She said she was sad to say goodbye to the Lana character because it was what she wishes that she could be. And I uh, heard that, and I was like, this Lana character? She said goodbye to that Lana character long before she was released from WWE because they took Miro away from her, and obviously he left before she did, but they took her accent away from her. And so everything that she was doing as a character in the last few months I mean, she could have, she can do that anywhere. Just change your name and you can do that same character. You can do the underdog. You can do the person struggling to, to, uh, overcome your fears and et cetera. That has nothing to do with the, when, when people think of the Lana character, they think of the ravishing Russian, which she has not been doing over the last several months. Talked about the Survivor Series match where she backed into a win by not doing anything. She thought it would have gotten over bigger had it been in front of the fans. McMahon wanted the finish. He and Shane thought it was hilarious if she didn't get in at all because it had never been done before. There was supposed to be a table spot in the match that was pushed back from Roman because of a planned table spot in his match that night. Talked about the Thunderdome era, how working in front of the fans was uh, very difficult. She was happy to be out of the performance center and live in the Thunderdome because McMahon couldn't rethink the show and rewrite things 17 times. Is she saying that's what happened in NXT but not on the main roster? Surprised by how much she gets buried on Twitter and the dirt sheets. Feels she resonates with a live crowd much more than the internet. Jericho said the live audience is reflective of 90% of the overall audience, while the real hardcore fans are about 10%. So those are some of the highlights. If you want to listen to the whole thing, it's on Talk is Jericho, which you can find on uh, iTunes. and I guess it's not iTunes anymore. Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. But uh, any thoughts on this, Mike? Well, I guess, you know, from how a lot of people have spoken about Mark Carano, um, maybe Johnny wouldn't throw as many insults or be as cold maybe as, as releasing people as, as Mark Carano has been, I guess, accused of. Um, the no-cut thing is interesting. Um, good luck finding a job that's going to write in there that you have a, a no-cut deal in your I, – I just – I find me that place, please. If that's the rule she's going with to come back to pro wrestling – We'll never see C.J. Perry involved in pro wrestling ever again because, I mean, who do you give? Who would you who would you give something like that to, Brian? Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Steve Austin, even those people. Would you give them a full no cut? You can do basically anything you want type of contract, and we we have no way to release you. Well, the problem with this whole thing, Mike, to me is, in most jobs. They can fire you at any time. Her comment here is her. she wants a no-cut because of the wrestlers living in fear of being released, okay? Dude, we're all living in fear of being released from our jobs. I mean, I'm sorry. Especially that's just how you. life works. It's, that's how now, it works. Now, but the thing to me is, like, if you work for Impact or Ring of Honor, or AEW, or New Japan, or pretty much any other company in the world, 
I never hear from wrestlers that are living in fear of being cut at any time. That's an issue with people in WWE because, in fact, regularly, at least a time or two a year, they just all of a sudden start cutting people. And there's, like, no... I, I don't know if there should be a warning. Oh, but like, here's warning. The, cuts I, coming. You're right. But Fandango was there for 16 years, was he not? Look how many people have long, long careers there. And look at the money they make and the security they have when they are in there. Yes, your time there may be very short. It goes at the whims of sometimes a crazy old man. You know that signing up, whether you did your due diligence or not, that's on you. So I, I understand that wanting that safety, but we all look how many right to work states there are. Look how many, especially down south, everybody is a moment away from being fired without any reason or, or a very light reason whatsoever. So I I get it, but like in a field like this, in a field like with pro wrestling, I mean, seems to be a lot to ask for, but who the hell am I, right? I would also like to say uh, one thing about the dirt sheets, okay? I am not going to lie. I have made comments about Lana's wrestling before, okay? It's not good. Now, it's not even so much. Here's the thing. It's not. Yes. How do I even say this? Think about it. Calm. It's It's not even so much Lana personally, okay? I would bet, in fact, I know that Lana is better in the ring now after having been trained by TJ and Natty and doing all of this extra work to get better, okay? I'm sure she's better. My issue with the matches I saw Lana in are twofold, okay? One has to do with her to a degree. One has absolutely nothing to do with her. WWE has this thing, and it's a WWE thing, where the women have to do these spots, okay? And my pet peeve, oh, I'm going to lift my leg and fall into the splits on somebody. I'm going to do, I just watch it, and it's gymnastics, okay? I don't want to see gymnastics on my wrestling show. I want to see wrestling. TJ, Natty, dude, they came up in the dungeon, all right? They're not, I, I, I would be very surprised if they're in there and all they're working on with Lana is a bunch of gymnastics. They probably are teaching her how to wrestle. I don't see that wrestling when I watch Raw. I see three-minute matches where there's a bunch of rolls and there's a complicated spot and there's a flip and blah, blah, blah. I want to see people wrestle. That's my opinion, okay? If you don't like my opinion, you're welcome to not like my opinion. Many people don't, okay? But... I don't see wrestling matches in WWE. I was a wrestler and I was a gymnast. What I see when I watch the screen is like, to me, it's not good wrestling and it's not good gymnastics. That's my issue, okay? I have nothing personally against Lana. I have nothing personally against Lana's wrestling. 90% of the criticism I have about Lana has nothing to do with Lana. It has to do with the booking of the Lana character. When they did that deal, and I had to listen to Dave, and, and I'm not saying Dave's wrong because he was right. They were trying to get her over. But when I look at their idea of getting her over, oh, Vince thought it would be funny for her to win with never getting in the ring. They thought they could beat her every week, and she could cry, and she could lose, and somehow she was going to get over. I didn't believe that for a second. That's not Lana's fault. That's the fault of the guys laughing, thinking it's funny. Back in a moment, Observer Live with Colt Cabana.
O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts, advice from our parts professionals, and our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about our free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. It's important to choose your battles wisely. Starting a business and experiencing growing pains can be stressful. Focus on your most valuable assets and stay steady on the path to success. While you are still small, you don't have the time, resources, or influence to do everything at once. You need to be careful what you decide to go after and set achievable goals, especially when it comes to your marketing budget. Each small win will make the next one easier. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Hmm, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates National Average Savings by New Customer Surveyed Who Saved in 2019. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy to be joined, after 10 months now, by Colt Cabana. Colt, how you doing today? I'm good. 10 months. We had our little Observer baby, didn't we? We did have our little Observer baby. And you now, Colt, are having a new baby. I guess Wrestling Anonymous is your uh, new baby. And uh, you're actually you're actually gifting your old baby to the world. Is that right? 
Yes, I've given I've given birth I've given birth to <laughs> Wrestling Anonymous, and I've put up for adoption the art of wrestling. I, it's something I've uh. done. Uh, yes, I, I started a new podcast called Wrestling Anonymous, where I take uh, voice memos, essentially Google voice memos from the fans, and they tell me their stories, all different stories. It's been so fun so far. I've been running for about five weeks. And the cool thing is, is like I get them, I edit them, I, I post produce them, I put it all together. And essentially, I don't know if I'm necessarily the host, but I'm the curator of these amazing calls and the calls of their calls are from all over, but they're fun for the most part. You know, there, there was uh, a, a guy who uh, Haku basically took his one year old child and started stretching him um, there. <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah, he, he started like moving him around and stretching him like a little baby. And he was like. One day you're gonna train with me, little kid, and the and the guy was just like, I don't know what's going on. It's Haku. He could do whatever. Oh, he wants. stretching him like when you wake up in the morning and you stretch. Yes, I thought you're talking about like yes, what yes. Stu was doing though. Yeah. To folks. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, and then there's just calls. Uh, there was one call who who uh, a wrestling fan watched someone die in the stands. Um, that was wild. A call the Jesus. other called the other week. You know, talked about their experiences being there with Owen Hart when Owen Hart passed away in Kansas City. And uh, they're all over the place, and it's really fun. It's really fun to do so far. Well, you know what we've got here, Colt Cabana? I have inside sources in the wrestling business, as you may or may not know. And I have been given a clip of one of your shows. Do, uh, would you like to hear it? Uh, please, of course. Well, let's check my it out. My grandfather, my father, now me, got into wrestling. I got into wrestling in the early 80s. And now my kids, I have kids, and my son likes watching it with me. And My dad always told me the story of my grandfather when my grandfather would go to a local arena and um he tells this story about my grandfather and my grandfather's friend they burned freddie blassie's car and according to my dad i guess there's a freddie blassie documentary where he talks about that specifically happening in southern california and to this day if you ask my grandpa that who's like in his mid-90s he'll um he'll laugh and then he'll say i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like like he murdered somebody, you know. Anyways, you so, know it's funny, Colt. I gotta, I gotta say this here about that clip and what you were talking about earlier. So uh, it's kind of a weird segue, but earlier we were talking about Dell Wilkes who passed away, and he did these interviews talking about how he took 150 pain pills. And I was talking about how if a normal person hears this, they just it's impossible to them. But if you know any wrestlers. Uh, there may be a slight exaggeration, but like these guys, they took hundreds of pain pills a day. And your call that you just had right there, that's one of those deals where when you hear stories from wrestlers, you hear, oh, in my day, we had so much heat, uh, this guy burned my car. And you're like, eh, you know, maybe these fans were mad and slights of tires, but I mean, come on, you didn't burn a car. Then you find out that, in fact, this stuff actually happened, and this guy was uh, an accomplice to car burning here. Yeah, I like this call because we always hear from the people. We hear from Bobby Heenan, who you know got shot, or Roddy Piper, who got stabbed. But we never hear the people who do the stabbing or do the shooting or throw the rocks yes. or the quarters in Puerto Rico. Um, so it was interesting to hear it from their perspective. That's why I like this call, and I put it on the show. How did you come up with this idea? Because obviously fans love to hear these stories about wrestlers, especially behind the scenes stuff that goes on and travel stories and things like that. How did you decide to flip the script and actually hear from some of these fans that are, are quite unique and have lived uh, several lives inside of one, some of them? 
Yeah, for years, for years, you know, fans wanted to be on my Art of Wrestling podcast, and the Art of Wrestling was just me in the locker room talking to different wrestlers. And I feel that people were so uh, they they got so into the show that they felt that their stories needed to be heard also, and it's just something I wasn't allowed. I just wasn't what my show was at the time, and it's something that I've always wanted to do is give the wrestling fan a platform. And then there's so many other inspirations, uh, whether it's a, a podcast called Love and Radio, which had a hotline show, um, whether it's uh, beautiful stories from anonymous people from my friend Chris Gethard, uh, whether it's call-in shows just like this with, with Brian and Mike. You know, like I've always loved the call-in show, the idea of it. And there's so many other things, but it's something that I've I've wanted to get back into the weekly podcast game. And it took me a while. The Art of Wrestling took a lot out of me. I did it for you know almost 10 years. There's almost 500 episodes. And this is something new and fresh. And I'm ready to jump back in it. And I'm having such a great time. And so are the fans. And it's really cool. Well, have you, you know, had Colin any... Show is a is a great idea, but then there's <laughs> always uh, there's execution. So what you have done is actually wise because yes. you can basically go through and listen to everything first. And I would presume that if someone has a great story, but they like, you know, babble on for 19 minutes, you can yes. chop the thing up right and make <laughs> yes. it. Yes, yes. Wise man. But, yes. Which I right. It's the perfect thing. And it's something that I that helps the, the show flow. It's, you know, it's only a 30 minute podcast. So. Uh, but if the callers talked on like they do sometimes, it would be an hour and thirty minutes. So we've 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 trimmed it down a little bit. How how cathartic have you found this for some of those fans that maybe you did have to do a little bit of editing at the end, but you listen to this whole thing and it's like, wow, this person really needed to get this off their chest or really wanted to to give this back and and really reveal how much wrestling has affected them or impacted them or how much it helped them at some point in their lives. How much has this been? really helpful and you've been uh, able to play a, uh, I guess kind of a shadow psychologist or sociologist here. Yeah. Now I'm becoming the Dr. Phil of professional wrestling. That's my new thing. <laughs> um, it has, and there's been some great calls so far there. You know, I, I there's one I haven't played there's a couple. I haven't played. There was like a 38 year old mom. Who's like, I didn't know what wrestling was. And now it's something that we bond over and I'm taking my child to a to CEAW when we come to St. Louis. And there was one that I just got the other day about, a friend who wasn't sure about wrestling, who was a trans, uh, a trans woman, and they didn't think they had a place to go to wrestling. And then they were introduced to AEW and where you see trans and non-binary and, and wrestlers like Sonny and Nyla, and that that's opened the doors and they feel comfortable going to wrestling. They just got wrestling tickets uh, for AEW and they're super excited. So these are calls that I love. I love those passionate calls. I love playing those calls that pull on the heartstrings, but then I also, you know, love playing a call where a guy saw New Jack try to piggyback two women and then they both fell on the, on the sidewalk. Uh, you know, it's, it's a big range. You know, it's funny because I'm not going to lie. When you first said that this podcast is going to be all stories from fans and I'm just going to be the curator, I was like, what? But I thought about it. And, uh, you know, Dave and I do Q&As in association with events a lot. And and we meet listeners and readers. And when I thought about it, it was like this actually does happen to Dave and I all the time. Like you'll you'll meet some listener and they'll go, I got to tell you this story. And they tell you this story. And it's like, that's an awesome story. So the more that I think about it, and then we played the clip, of course, and then, you know, you had a couple of teases here as well. This actually sounds, because, you know, fans, they they have stories. I mean, they absolutely have stories. And I think that that would be, a, it's, it's actually a great idea for a podcast. 
Thank you. Everybody has a story. They really do. And I, luckily yes. enough, you know, wrestling for over 20 years now with my podcast, The Art of Wrestling, which is now free back on the podcast feed. And then being, you know, now at this point with AEW on a national stage, you know, I have a bigger platform. And so I'm allowing my platform for people's stories to, to jump on my platform. So I know it's 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 hard to start a podcast and people start it and they get 20 listeners and they just quit. So and people have great stories, but so I'm happy to do this for people and to give a platform for their stories. Hey, you talked about being wrestling's Dr. Phil. We saw a little of that on Wednesday. You were the man, and I was happy to see of all the people in the Dark Order, you were the one to really step up and first put that first bug in Hangman Page's head. Uh, you know, your role on on Dynamite has been to play a little bit of the background. What's it What's it been like for Cole Cabana as a member of the Dark Order? We usually see you more on, on Dark and Elevation, but uh, how is it with the Dark Order right now, and how has this moved back to Wednesdays? Uh, obviously, a lot of fans came back and were able to see the show live this week. The numbers certainly looked good. How is life in AEW for Cole Cabana? I'm really enjoying AEW. I'm so excited to get back on the road. That's one of the most important part, I think, for the sanity of everybody. Uh, everything's been great in Jacksonville, and I do want to take a note. I think Chris Harrington just tweeted out this list of all the wrestlers that rest got to wrestle in AEW during the Jacksonville run. And, you know, shout out to everyone who's got a contract and is making money that, that Tony Khan and AEW is allowed to make a living. But there's also a huge shout out. You know, in my heart, the true DIY warrior that I am of all the independent wrestlers that Tony Khan gave an opportunity to help financially and, you know, um, professionally make a little name for them. So we've seen people now on AEW Dark who can now go to the independents and maybe not, you know, charge more than $20 and maybe make a little money. And so that's something that I don't know if a lot of people are talking about. I hope they are. As for me. Uh, yeah, I got I kind of got to be the dad, and I think that's my role as I'm in my early 40s, moving out of my wrestling career. Is I'm I'm almost the dad of pro wrestling, the dad of the Dark Order, and I'm happy to give Hangman Page some advice. I think he needs to go and face Kenny Omega. Those are just two of the best, and a lot of people a lot of people talk in the locker room of just how great Hangman is, and he is you know the what this isn't even Dark Order, not Dark Order. It's Hangman Page is the future of wrestling. And hopefully he's the, the future champion of AEW who can wave the flag for our company. We got AEW tickets on sale for Chicago. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on that weekend. And I'm going to be there. Vinny's going to be there. Maybe we'll see if we can get Mike there. But this is going to be the first show that I have gone to in well over 18 months. And I was always very positive that, like, this was going to end at some point and things would largely get back to normal. But at the same time, it's hard to believe that we're actually, that's happening. So I guess tell us a little bit about, about I mean, you particularly, Chicago, what this means to you to be able to do this weekend. And, uh, and yeah, everybody, tickets are on sale, so go grab them now. Yeah, awtix.com is where you can grab those tickets. And we're doing shows Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday in Chicago, yeah. Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage on Friday, and the pay-per-view on Sunday at the Now Center, used to be the Sears Center in Hoffman Estates. And there's going to be activities, I, I believe, I don't know if they've announced anything, but there's definitely going to be activities all weekend long. I'm sure there's some kind of fan thing going on. I know before the pay-per-view, I'm doing a barbecue cookout with Pro Wrestling Tees that's officially uh, with AEW. I believe I'm going to do a live podcast. A barbecue, you there. say? A barbecue, Yes. You yes. interested? You may have a special guest at the barbecue. Of course, of course. I'm going to do a live podcast. You should jump on it, Brian. 
I'd love an to. invite. Look at that. An yeah. invite right there. Um, yeah. And we're coming to Chicago. I'm excited. I'm, you know, I, like Mike said, I'm kind of a background figure for the dark order, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull all the strings I can to get a match in Chicago. I, I can, I, I'm assuming it'll happen some way, somehow. And uh, I can't wait to perform in front of my backyard, my friends, my family, and my community. And while you're driving into Chicago, you're going to see me on billboards all over. I've been on billboards in Chicago for 10 years now with one-hour tees and pro wrestling tees. So it's going to be an exciting time. But it's not just Chicago. We're going to North Carolina. We're going to Texas. We're going all over. AEWTix.com. Grab some tickets. See some live wrestling. Colt, in this case, I have no inside information. But I feel that I can confidently state... (laughs) that you will be getting a match at some point over this weekend in Chicago. Perhaps maybe even a high-profile one would be my guess. Well, stick around back in a moment with more, everybody, Wrestling Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to get Colt on for a long interview sometime around the AEW Chicago show. And before we wrap it up here today, we didn't have a time to really talk about the Art of Wrestling archives, but they are up for free on Colt's podcast feed, interviews with everybody, including, uh, well, I'll let you, Colt, uh, tell yeah. everybody about the archives. Yeah, you know, like legends, Johnny Saint and Mark Rocco, my friends who have passed away, Roland Alexander, who you are familiar with, Bison Smith, mm-hmm. Willie, you know, old ones like William Regal, over, you know, since June of 2010. And I, I just, I know they were behind a wall and a Patreon. They're still behind Patreon if you want them ad-free, and I have my Patreon with bonus calls for Wrestling Anonymous. That's Patreon, Colt Cabana. But I do, for those who don't want have the Patreon, I just want them to live on the internet forever, uh, like Terry Funk would say, forever. And uh, just go to my podcast feed, The Art of Wrestling, and just download them and listen to them all. Uh, they're all there. It's a rich history. It's the story of my 30s from you know not knowing what I was going to do to becoming this podcasting um, entrepreneur and wrestling entrepreneur. And you get to hear my story along the way with, hundreds hundreds of wrestlers many of who go on to become stars in aew and wwe you know here you we hear eddie kingston when he was you know down broke and ready to quit wrestling and now here he is huge star so the art of wrestling they're all available for free and my other podcast wrestling anonymous and then of course chicago tickets go on sale july 9th aewtix.com and you can watch us every single wednesday night now officially no no more saturdays for the most part every single wednesday night on TNT, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Yep, check it out, everybody. Colt Cabana everywhere. Twitch.tv slash Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana on Twitter. Patreon, Colt Cabana. And as noted, we'll have him back here uh, a couple of months from now and talk a lot about everything. And Colt, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Always fun. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Twitch homies, everybody at WrestlingObserver.com. Sports Byline USA. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.